from Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Yes, it certainly is. It's the news for week commencing March the 3rd, 2019. And the 2019 WIA annual conference and AGM is being held at the Park Royal Hotel, 150 Day Street, Sydney, over the weekend of May 24 to 26. That's May 24 to 26. And all details on the WIA web under the heading WIA Information. Now, we currently have a visitor to Australia from the Colombian Amateur Radio League, Oscar, HK6O, who currently is in Melbourne. Oscar's the IARU Region 2 Liaison Officer, so welcome to Australia. Oscar will meet with the WIA at our national office in Bayswater in the next week and is using the call sign VK3 Zulu Zulu X-Ray whilst in Australia. So if you hear him around, show a bit of Aussie hospitality and say hi. Now, something different. This week on WIA National News, we're going to look at the social scene now at the top of the bulletin. The reason? Well, a lot of news plus social activity to try and fit into 30 minutes. So as a safeguard to those running events, we'll bring that to you first up. Also, a reminder, when you are submitting material, don't put all your eggs in one basket. In other words, plan ahead, take a leaf out of the Wyong Field Day announcements, something short but different each week, many weeks out from the event. We really are geared up for just 60 to 90 seconds when you submit material, so instead of a five-minute piece we'll try and fit in, why not three, four or five shorter announcements on the lead-up? More listeners. So, with that to the social scene 2019, this weekend it's to Perth. It's Perth Tech, happening March 2, March 3. And also from Perth, on March the 4th, well, socially speaking, here's Clive. Hello everyone, this is Clive, VK6CSW, reminding you that the Radio Amateurs Old Timers Club of Australia's March Bulletin goes to air tomorrow. As well as the latest club news, this month we have some comment on the transfer of exams and licensing to the Australian Maritime College, an item on Police VHF Radio in 1945, and a piece on the rural power transmission system known as Mandeno's Clothesline. Everyone's most welcome to tune in and to join in the callbacks afterwards. The broadcast originates in Melbourne on the VK3 REC 2 meter repeater at 10am Melbourne time with a simultaneous relay on 160 meters on 1825 kHz AM. Also at 10am Victorian time, 9.30am South Australian time or 0100 UTC, Hans VK5YX will transmit the bulletin from Adelaide on 20 metres on 14.150 MHz and 40 metres on 7.146 kHz. At night, the broadcast is repeated in Melbourne at 8.30pm local on 80 metres on 3.650 kHz and in Tasmania at 7.30pm on the VK7 RAA and 7 RTC networks plus at 8.30pm via the VK7AX video stream. In Western Australia, the program is transmitted at 9am local on 3620 kHz, repeated at 10am local time on 7088 kHz, together with a simultaneous transmission via the NewsWest linked repeaters. Each Tuesday night, the Geelong ARC 
transmits the latest bulletin via repeater VK3RGL on 147.0 MHz. Full details of all relays, as well as membership, can be found on the club website at www.raotc.org.au, including how to download the audio file if you cannot listen via radio. Tune in tomorrow for the March RAOTC Bulletin. 7-3 from Clive, VK6CSW. In VK4, it's Redfest, April 13. And in VK6, Hargfest, April 14. The Hills Amateur Radio Group present Hargfest. And Martin Stretton, VK6 Zulu Mike Sierra, says it runs 10am to 1pm, Sunday the 14th of April, at Les Morty Hall, 96 Gladys Road, Les Murdy. VK5, BRL Radio Group's annual gathering. Hi, I'm Andy, VK5LA, on behalf of the Riverland Radio Club. The Riverland Radio Club is once again holding its annual BRL gathering weekend on Saturday the 6th of April 2019 at the Overland Corner Hotel, Goida Highway, Overland Corner, near the beautiful town of Barmer, South Australia. This event is a yearly get-together for the participants of the very popular BRL radio net. The net is heard twice weekly on Wednesday and Saturday mornings at 8.30 local South Australian time on 7.115 MHz plus or minus QRM. It's also heard on Tuesday evenings on 3610 MHz plus or minus QRM at 8pm local time. The BRL gathering is an ideal opportunity to get away for an extended weekend and visit South Australia's beautiful Riverland on the picturesque River Murray. The friendly and informal BRL gathering starts from 7.30am Saturday with a bacon and egg sandwich and coffee breakfast and is an ideal time to meet and greet with those on-air friends both old and new. The gathering attracts hams and their partners from all over Australia and is an ideal way to put a name to the faces we hear on the air. Steve, VK5SFA, will be demonstrating his internationally recognised award-winning loop antenna on air for the morning's BRL net. Ron, VK5MRE, will run the net using Steve's loop from the grounds of the historic Overland Corner Hotel. Steve will also include a formal presentation on the theory of operation and the development journey of the antenna for those at the gathering. Lunch is served and the hotel is famous for its beautiful food, cold beer and hospitality. The afternoon will feature the annual BRL Awards and Grant, VK5GR, one of Australia's top contest operators, will give a talk on his recent and up-and-coming de-expeditions to various islands. There will also be a homebrew competition, open to all participants at the gathering. If you have a radio or related item of interest that you've made, please bring it along and enter it into the competition for a chance to win some very nice prizes. You can be up for either the People's Choice Award or the coveted Constructors Award. For those that wish to bring items for sale, there will be free trading tables available to display your wares on the Saturday. For those that wish to attend, there will be an evening meal at the award-winning Mallyfowl Restaurant, famous for its bush theme and sensational menu. For more information, such as getting there, accommodation options and up-to-date info, please visit our website, www. .rrc.org.au That's www.rrc.org.au You will find everything you need to know about the BRL gathering as a pinned post to the front of our homepage. Or use the Contact Us link to email or telephone the Secretary. 
If you register online, you go into the draw for a chance to win a complimentary lunch for you and your partner at the hotel on the day. Don't forget that's www.rrc.org.au. I'm Andy, VK5LA, on behalf of the Riverland Radio Club. Thanks for listening and see you at the gathering. VK3, Moorabbin and District Radio Club's Hamfest, Saturday, May 11. The doors open at 10am in the refurbished Southern Community Centre, Rupert Drive, Mulgrove. The Moorabbin Radio Club's annual Hamfest is said to be Victoria's biggest, with displays and sales of new and pre-loved equipment. A must-come, must-see event for everybody interested in radio communications and electronics. Major door prizes, free tea and coffee, light refreshments and a sausage sizzle will also be on offer. Table trader bookings and general inquiries can be made by emailing Graham Lewis, VK3GL. And the 2019 WIA Annual Conference is being held in Sydney over the weekend of May 24-26. In VK5, it's the South East Radio Group's 2019 Annual Convention and the Australian Fox Hunting Championships, June 8 and 9. In VK3, Gips Tech 2019, July 13-14. Peter Freeman, VK3PF, says the Eastern Zone Amateur Radio Club Incorporated hosts this two-day annual Gippsland Technical Conference. GipsTech is an annual amateur radio technical conference focused on weak signal communication on the VHF, UHF and microwave bands and any related topic of interest. VK3 Yarra Valley Amateur Radio Group's Hamfest, October 13. Colin Winger, VK3CNW, says Yarra Valley Amateur Radio Group's Hamfest runs 10 till 2 at the Gary Cooper Pavilion, 16 Anzac Avenue, Yarra Glen in Victoria. And VK3, the Ballarat Amateur Radio Group's Barg Hamvention, October 27. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions. www.wia.org.au From Australia, this is VK1 WIA and the weekly WIA Amateur Radio News Service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Well, things are now starting to settle down after the Australian Communications and Media Authority made their long overdue decision and awarded the certification tender to the Australian Maritime College. We wish AMC well for the future and have offered to assist them in the transition. The WIA has fulfilled all of the requirements under the previous deed and all material which was required to be handed over at the conclusion of the deed was provided to ACMA. This information was handed directly to ACMA before any contract with AMC had been signed. This process was done in a timely and orderly manner and in accordance with the now expired deed. The WIA even offered the ACMA the use of the foundation examination material which was developed by the WIA, but that offer has been declined. The WIA AGM this year will be held in Sydney. The event is advertised elsewhere in this news broadcast, but just a reminder that it will be held on the last weekend in May and registrations are open. See the WIA website for details and to register for this event. Thinking ahead, we have been asking for expressions of interest in holding the 2020 AGM and conference for a few months now. If your club is interested in conducting this event, then contact the Secretary immediately as the closing date for submissions is March 15. Clubs have indicated that they are keen to support WIA initiatives to promote new membership in the clubs and to encourage new amateurs into our hobby. 
To this end, the WIA has decided to provide foundation manuals to affiliated clubs free of charge in order to promote new membership. Clubs will need to cover the cost of freight and handling of the manuals. The foundation manuals can be offered by affiliated clubs to support their activities and to promote a membership drive. Now, club liability insurance details have been coming in over the last month. However, the time for submitting these details is over. If your club has not submitted their numbers, then it's too late. Invoices for public liability insurance are being issued and payment is due now. The WIA recently requested expressions of interest to fill vacancies on the WIA Standards Committee. Some nominations have been received so far. If you have an interest in assisting the WIA in this area, then please write to the Secretary. Nominations close on March 15. Now, last but not least, the WIA Board have recently filled a Board vacancy previously recreated by our resignation. The Board warmly welcomed Dr Harry Edgar, VK6YBZ, as a Director of the WIA. Harry was one of the Education Group, so congratulations Harry and welcome aboard. This has been WIA Director Peter, VK8ZZ. Good DXing. International News. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. News from New Zealand. The Radio Frequency Users Association of New Zealand Incorporated, RFUANZ, is a not-for-profit organisation whose members hold radio licences in New Zealand as well as those who have an interest in the radio communications industry. Established 23 years ago, RFUANZ's main purpose is to unite the industry with one voice and to lobby government for more spectrum at a lower cost. They recently held two successful breakfast forums, one in Christchurch and the other in Auckland. Some of the challenges they face in 2019 include policing the importation of illegal radios, overcoming the obstacles of using these cheaper radios within the industry, access to more spectrum, encouraging the uptake in the newly released G-Band 174 to 184 MHz in New Zealand and encouraging uptake in the newly released NZQA training program. News from India. Hams in India spent two days recently preparing for the cyclone they hope will never come. The gathering of hams in the Indian state of Odisha was part field day and part amateur radio camp. Members of the Amateur Radio Society of Odisha spent two days on an uninhabited island, unreachable by conventional communications, and simulated a scenario of natural disaster. The exercise was designed to sharpen the operator's readiness in case of such calamities as cyclones, which are not uncommon in that region. The drill did not go unnoticed by public officials. Officials from the Puri District Administration visited the island to observe the hams in action. They had a stake in the outcome of the exercise too. During Cyclone Titley in October of last year, Gajapati District was cut off from the outside world for a few hours, but communication stayed intact because of ham radio. Meanwhile, the hams had a very proud showing by the end of the exercise. Using solar power in their radios, the eight operators were able to contact 130 hams, many from elsewhere in India, but also in Denmark, Russia, Australia, Thailand and Indonesia. News out of South Africa, Andre Botas, Zulu Sierra 2 Alpha Charlie Papa reports that it took him just 55 minutes to work the 50 US states on 60 metres using FT8 for his Worked All States award. And ZS2ACP is the first South African amateur to achieve WAS on 60 metres. Well done Andre. In Bulgaria, IARU Region 1 youngsters on the air Yota, Bulgarian camp announced. 
The Youngsters on the Air Yota program is an IARU Region 1 initiative aimed at engaging youngsters in amateur radio, as well as supporting amateurs under the age of 26. The Yota program is jointly led by Lisa, Papa Alpha 2 Lima Sierra, and Tommy, Oscar November 2 Tango Delta, and organises a number of projects, including Yota Month the IARU Youth Contesting Program and the Yota Summer Event, which is held in a different IARU Region 1 country each year. The 2019 Youngsters on the Air Yota Summer Camp will be held in Bulgaria, close to the capital city of Sofia. The Bulgarian Federation of Radio Amateurs, BFRA, will be hosting the event, which will take place from the 11th to the 17th of August 2019. In the United Kingdom, Tate Gallery features ham radio as art. The impressive artwork 10-minute transmission featuring the amateur radio Kenwood TS-2000 transceiver and the International Space Station is once again on display at the Tate Gallery in London. 10-minute transmission is a sculpture by Jennifer Alora and Guillermo Casadilla modelled on the International Space Station. Made of wire and attached to a ham radio transmitter, this sculpture receives radio signals from the airwaves and transmits them into the gallery space. The title of his work, 10-Minute Transmission, refers to the period of time when the International Space Station can be contacted via radio as it flies past. The ISS orbits the Earth once every 90 minutes, but passes close enough to the antenna just twice a day. Usually the radio only picks up sounds of encrypted data packets sent back to Earth from the station. Two-way voice communication with the astronauts is now rare and needs to be requested in advance. News from North America. TWR, headquartered in North Carolina, marks 65 years in ministry. Trans World Radio, which strives to share God's word through mixed media, has marked 65 years in ministry. TWR's first ever broadcast aired from Tangier in Northern Africa in 1954. TWR says this first broadcast reached across the Strait of Gibraltar to Spain, where Protestants were a vanishingly small minority, facing governmental bans on evangelism and even discrimination. Then, when Morocco gained its independence and Tangier was reunited with the country, TWR was asked to leave. The organisation moved to Monte Carlo and shared a facility with Radio Monte Carlo. During the day, Radio Monte Carlo went to work and at night TWR took over. It was here where TWR really began to have a global influence. Ten years after the first broadcast, TWR was reaching most of Europe and expanding further into the world. Through radio, the ministry slipped into areas no Christian worker could, like the Iron Curtain. Radio has a way of providing information regardless of governmental regulations. It's been key in TWR sharing across the globe, expanding to the ends of the earth. Golden Globe Race, penalty given for ham radio use. My Sailing reports a sailor in the Golden Globe Around the World race has been given a penalty after using amateur radio to ask for weather routing information. Third place Estonian skipper Uku Rundmar has escaped disqualification from the Golden Globe race after breaching the strict rules forbidding outside assistance, but has been handed a 72-hour penalty for asking and receiving weather routing information during radio contact with a ham radio operator. A 16-minute recording of the radio communication was received at Race HQ. The first five minutes covers a legitimate publicly available weather information, but at 9.15, Randmar asks, I have a question, how can I say it? I'm heading 90 degrees, can I be sure that I can take the wind if I'm sailing east? Race chairman Don McIntyre explained, This is a retro race with skippers restricted to using a sextant, paper charts and wind-up chronometers, just as Sir Robin Knox Johnson used in the first Sunday Times Golden Globe race 50 years ago. 
all digital equipment is banned, including sat phones and GPS. Skippers can only communicate via single sideband radios and amateur ham radio net, which the whole world can listen into if they wish. For WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Ham Radio Operational News. It's Contact Sport. I'm Felix VK4FUQ. All major Australian contest rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website. 2019. Sydney's Amateur Radio Ferry Contest, Sunday, March 10. WIA John Moore Memorial Field Day, 16-17 March 2019. This is Dennis, VK4AE, WIA coordinator for the John Moyle Memorial Field Day. This year the contest will occur over the weekend of Saturday the 16th to Sunday 17th of March 2019. The duration of the contest will be from UTC 0100 on the Saturday to 0059 on the Sunday. The aim of the field day contest is to encourage familiarisation with portable operation and to provide training for operations in emergency situations. During the contest, the field or portable stations appreciate the support from home stations. However, in order to make the whole event a lot fairer, those portable stations actually take part in a separate event to the home stations. In this way, home stations are not given an unfair advantage when compared to portable stations that do not have the advantage of a permanent antenna installation, mains power and the comfort of operating from their own home. Home stations can only operate as a single operator station and multi-operator stations are not allowed. Club stations operating from their club premises are not operating portable. In the past, we have had a number of club stations wanting to claim portable operation from the club rooms as it looked as though it would be likely to be raining during the contest and were not keen to actually operate portable. In addition, there were club stations who felt that operating in the local caravan park using mains power was also portable operation. Of course, none of these club stations were operating according to the rules or to the spirit of the contest. No matter how you plan to take part in the contest, after the activity is all over and the radio equipment has been packed away, there will be one task that should be completed by all stations. They should submit their log for the contest for the validation of those contacts for other stations. There is sufficient time allowed after the contest to actually complete and submit your log to the WIA. However, because of the altered publishing lead time of the AR magazine, logs must be postmarked no later than the 12th of April 2019. And as the post is now so slow and unreliable, logs dispatched on the last day might not even arrive then in time. Electronic versions of the logs will be received until midnight 21st of April 2019. Any logs received after this time and date will be returned as ineligible. So there are not many excuses today for not sending in your log as it can be kept electronically while the contest is underway using one of the many logging programs such as VK Contest Log by our own Mike VK3AWV. Then you simply have to submit the print file from this program to me via one 
of the email addresses shown on the contest page on the WIA website. Of course, by submitting your log, you automatically enter the contest and you never know. You might even get a certificate. Now is the time to carry on with your planning for the field day as there are only a few weeks to go before the event. There is still time to make sure that everything is in order and operating and all of the little bits and pieces that are needed to put your station onto the airwaves are in the desired place. You can make sure that the location you had chosen is still accessible after the summer's onslaught from flood and bushfire and the roads into the place have not been closed in the interest of public safety and the trees that were so useful for stringing antennas and tent ropes in the past are still in good condition and safe to be around. Best of luck to all in the field day and I look forward to working a few of you on the day and most of all receiving your log entry after the event. Thank you. 2019. CQ Worldwide WPXS has been contested over the March 30, 31 weekend. 20th Harangel Memorial Sprint, May 4. Trans Tasman Lobian Contest, July 20. BK Roman State Contest is August 17 and 18. National Inwards QSL Bureau Volunteers Sword. The WIA National Inwards Bureau, located at the WIA offices in Bayswater, is seeking expressions of interest from WIA members who would be willing to assist in the sorting and distribution of incoming QSL cards received at the Bureau. This assistance would only be required one or two days per month. Generally on a Monday morning, depending on QSL cards received from overseas bureaus. To minimise travel, ideally applicants should come from the eastern suburbs of Melbourne. To express your interest or for more information, please contact John Siemens, VK3JLS, on vk3jls at wia.org.au. Through the decks window. Andre, ON7YK is active from his station in Gambia using the call sign C5YK. He will be there until early March 2019. QSL to his home call ON7YK. Active is 3W9JF from the island of Fulthock. AS128 to the 6th of March. Money on 80, 40, and 20 and 17 metre bands. QSL via EQSL will direct to EA5GL. Roland, F-A-D-N, is back in Gabon until mid-March. He is using his TR-8CR callsign on 4 to 17 metres on CW and SSB. QSL manager is F-6AJA. For BK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Inningham. Hello, I'm Bruce, VK3FFF from sunny Bendigo. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Defence. Navy Simulator Trains Comms Sailors. The Royal Australian Navy has implemented a new learning system simulator to help sailors prepare for the challenges of operating at sea. The simulator will be deployed at the Defence Force School of Signals Maritime Wing at HMAS Cerberus. It is designed for the benefit of training new communications and information system sailors. The learning system simulator was developed by Cirrus Real-Time Processing Systems, an Australian-owned and operated small-to-medium enterprise. The successful delivery of this system is a demonstration of the capability within Australia to develop and engineer complex simulation technology to support the ADF. Minister for Defence Christopher Pine said the simulator would significantly enhance the Royal Australian Navy's ability to conduct complex operations. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Females in Radio 
British YLs send invitation to year-long party. You only turn 40 once in a lifetime, and so members of Bylara, the British Young Ladies Amateur Radio Association, are inviting Wales to sign up for a year-long party. Bylara members are marking their 40th anniversary with a special event station. To participate in this special event, Wales must be a full licence holder or have a partner or husband who has a full call and plans to be present while the YL is on the air. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier For the first couple of days after Kicksat 2 was deployed last November, nothing was heard from the satellite. But in February, NICO, PA0DLO, reported receiving several short but weak telemetry bursts on 437.5077 MHz. Kicksat 2 was scheduled to deploy up to 104 tiny Sprite satellites into low Earth orbit. The Sprites then would transmit on 437.240 MHz at 10 milliwatts. The Sprites, which are less than 2 square inches, are expected to re-enter Earth's atmosphere within weeks. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Internet, the HAMS Domain new low TW config file from ARRL. The ARRL has released version 11.7 of the logbook of the world configuration file. This has added the ability to confirm QSOs made through the JO97, FO99 and QO100 satellites. Users should receive a prompt to update their configuration file when opening recent versions of TQSL. I'm Bruce, VK3 Triple F. From Australia, this has been VK1 WIA and the weekly WIA Amateur Radio News Service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24 7 at wia.org.au.